Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, June 21st. If it's Tuesday, it's another primary day in America. Today, key contests in Alabama, Georgia, Virginia, and right here in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C. The marquee contest today is that runoff in the Senate Republican primary down in Alabama. This pits Congressman Mo Brooks against his Republican opponent, Katie Britt, a former staffer up on Capitol Hill. Here's the dynamic. As you've been listening to us throughout the primary season, so many of these Republican primaries are fueled by this sort of Trump wing versus non-Trump wing. What is a little different about this contest in Alabama is that it's the one place in a high-profile race where Donald Trump went in early, backed Mo Brooks, the Republican congressman, in this race for Senate to replace the retiring Richard Shelby, and then later rescinded that endorsement and then offered his endorsement to Brooks's ultimate opponent in this runoff, Katie Britt. Now, remember, I just want to give you a little history on Mo Brooks. And it's interesting as to why Donald Trump rescinded the endorsement, because it all centers around the lies that Donald Trump tells about the 2020 election, that somehow it was rigged or fraudulent or he didn't lose, none of which is true. You may recall Mo Brooks was one of his fiercest allies in that lie dissemination. At the Stop the Steal rally in the nation's capital on January 6th, 2021, here's what he said rather infamously. Today is the day American patriots start taking down names and kicking ass. But about seven months or so later, Mo Brooks was starting to sing a different tune. Perhaps he was assessing something going on in the Republican electorate. He's in this Republican primary for Senate. He gets the coveted Trump endorsement, which he thinks is his ticket to ensuring he is the nominee in this race. And Trump does a rally with him in Alabama last August, August 21st, 2021. But Brooks is no longer sounding quite like he did on January 6th. Instead, Brooks is urging supporters and attendees at this rally to keep their eyes looking forward. Stop focusing so much on the past in 2020. Here's what he said. There are some people who are despondent about the voter fraud and election theft in 2020. Folks, put that behind you. Put that behind you. Yes. Look forward. Look forward. Look forward. Beat them in 2022. As you might imagine, those were very unwelcome words to Donald Trump, who is continuing to this day of telling these lies about those election results from 2020. And so since that is the thrust of Donald Trump's day in and day out messaging and his chosen path to try and keep power inside the Republican Party. When Mo Brooks says, don't look back in the past, look forward, that's completely against the grain with what Trump is trying to sell. 
And so Donald Trump rescinded his endorsement prior to the primary and then decided to back the candidate that the Brooks Trump team, when they were together, were bashing as a sort of Mitch McConnell establishment type Republican. Katie Britt worked for Richard Shelby, the senator that's retiring. She is the essence of the establishment. But of course, she wanted Trump's endorsement. So she, in her ads, And in her campaigning was very vocal about coveting Trump's endorsement and aligning herself with Trump. And she got it. And perhaps that'll push her over the edge in this runoff. She emerged from the primary as the leader in this contest in terms of the vote totals. So she enters this runoff as the favorite. There are a couple other runoffs today that also have that Trump-backed candidate versus a non-Trump-backed candidate dynamic inside the Republican primary. Down in Georgia, the Atlanta area 6th district has Jake Evans. He's the son of Randy Evans, who was Trump's ambassador to Luxembourg. He has Trump's backing in this race. He's a former chairman of the State Ethics Commission, and he's squaring off against Marine veteran and ER doctor Rich McCormick. In the 10th district, which stretches from Atlanta all the way down to the South Carolina border, the runoff features former Democratic state representative Vernon Jones, now a Republican. He has Trump's backing. He's going up against Mike Collins, who is the son of the late Congressman Matt Collins and recently earned Brian Kemp's endorsement, as you know the Georgia governor and gubernatorial nominee yet again for Republicans this cycle, despite the fact that Trump tried to oust him in the Republican Party. But Trump and his chosen candidate, David Perdue, came up short there. In Virginia today, you have two of the Democratic majority makers, two congresswomen who won in 2018 as part of that Democratic wave that swept Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats back to power in the House. They are looking for who is going to emerge in the Republican primary, who is going to be their opponent in this much tougher political environment this year as they try to hang on to those seats. They are two endangered Democratic incumbents. In the second district where Democratic Congresswoman Elaine Luria serves, the Republicans are choosing between a slew of candidates, but the top two competitors are State Senator Jen Kiggins, a Navy veteran, and Navy veteran Jerome Bell. That's her opponent. Everyone down in that district in the second district in Virginia on the ballot is a veteran, it seems. Kiggins has all the establishment support, Congressional Leadership Fund, Kevin McCarthy's aligned super PAC. Bell is the one that is from the far more MAGA wing of the party and has actually gone as far as calling for the execution of those involved with 2020 election fraud, which, again, doesn't really exist. So depending which Republican emerges there will tell us a lot about how that race will take shape from now through November. In the 7th District in Virginia, you've got Abigail Spamberger looking to see who she is going to run against. The Republican candidates there are State Senator Bryce Reeves and Yesley Vega, a Prince William County supervisor who's supported by Senator Ted Cruz. And finally, in the mayoral race in Washington, D.C., Muriel Bowser is squaring off against three competitors in today's Democratic primary. And as you know, in Washington, D.C., winning the Democratic primary is basically like winning the general. I mean, this is the key contest, is is the primary here, since the registration is overwhelmingly Democratic. Bowser's facing off against 2018 mayoral candidate James Butler, D.C. council members Robert White and Treyon White. Those two people are not related, by the way. If indeed Muriel Bowser wins the primary and the general election in November, as she would be expected to do, she would become the first D.C. mayor to win at least three terms in a row since Marion Barry in the 1980s. 
Be sure to check in with CNN.com slash politics all night long. We will have your live election returns. All the latest reporting from our campaign team will be there as well. Be sure to go to CNN.com slash politics and you will be up to date as the vote returns come in. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.